Hello and welcome to this episode of the Terror Express. <laughs> Today we are going to get spooked with Haley Leary and Tony Reams. And Vanessa, we have Vanessa Wright returning with us today, too, as, as my co-host. Hello. Vanessa, hello and welcome all of you to this episode of Terror Express. <laughs> we are so glad I'm... to be passengers on this very scary train. <laughs> I'm quite <Okay>. excited. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank I you. I feel like we should have a train whistle. you got to get a train whistle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I can already tell this is going to be so much fun. I can't, <laughs> I can't stay on track. I know. Uh, now, there's a little bit of a connection going on here between the three of you, Vanessa, you included. First off, um, Haley and Tony, you're you're connected with Spooked, right? Haley, you're mm-hmm. you're acting in this and producing it, and Tony, you're directing this. Let's talk a little bit about Spooked and how you guys got involved with that. Go ahead, John. Okay. Well. Well, Haley and I have worked together for eons now, but um, (laughs) (laughs) the story of Spooked was really just Tori and I were talking about what was next after we finished Dead by Midnight and, you know, wanted to see what we wanted to do, take take something that we really cared about and um, just do it on like a small scale is, you know, with without all of the sort of. um, I don't know how to put it, but basically just Tori and I just figure out this story and it had to be near and dear to both of us because it was going to be like we decided he wanted to do uh, director photography work. and He's a good editor. He's really a great editor. And I was going to I was moving towards directing a feature. And so we sort of teamed up with that in mind. And then the boring story is we just did a lot of research and analytics on what was working in the marketplace and we sort of backed into a couple ideas and from there it was like and i would tell him like over the course of maybe two years and i think i would send some to haley too stories like hey here's something in the paper from that happened in our town or here's something that happened near our town and he was just like man this seems oh yeah and so after a while i was like just you know just read them but don't you know don't take from them just take ideas from them um and we just sort of built this this story around this lore and these legends that sort of happened in western pennsylvania which is just a very rural uh very quiet but also very unique and strange place and then yeah it's a dying town now yeah sadly it is because it was a big steel town in the early Mm -hmm. days in fact there was one point during um world war ii where Greenville has, I think, like the second most railroad crossings in the country. So it was a very <laughs> bombing target. And it yeah. was wow. where all the troops came through. And there's a place called Camp Reynolds where I think 120 or 150,000 troops were during World War II. It was a huge area for that. And a steel mill was there. And then, <laughs> you know, it's sort of once that collapsed, now it's it's really just a, they've got a, um, hospital the schools and things like that but really trying to revitalize the downtown um yeah so anything we could do to bring awareness to greenville and then um you know we did we, and it was also we wanted to do something with the two-hander so we have two female leads um and is excellent told me earlier she's this would pass the brechtel test and i was like oh okay so mm-hmm. the way the interactions worked and Tori had originally written the part of Rachel for Haley or with Haley mm. in mind. 
And when it came, would have been easier. Yeah, oh, I know. Well, that's it, it's, <laughs> and that's why I pushed for Haley to play Claire, which is very much against type. So right, yeah. and that's sort of like I knew. Of course, I was going to do everything to get Haley involved. But but I know that originally Tori was thinking Rachel and he was kind of surprised. He's like, really? You're not going to have a read for Rachel? And I didn't even, I never even had you read. No, no, not at all. And that was sort of how Haley got involved. And then, you know, Vanessa got involved a little bit after that. So just a family. Yeah, I kind of, I, I just weaseled my way in. No, that's not true at all. (laughs) I begged and asked for help. (laughs) No, it was, it, it all was very copacetic how that happened. Yeah. So kind of tagging onto that a little bit, you know, you guys have worked together on multiple projects. Like how did that initially come about? Like, how did you guys meet? What was the very first time that you guys worked together and how, you know, cause you've got a great working relationship. I mean, there's definitely like that wonderful director, actor, you know, chemistry that everybody I think looks for. We met, uh, I was do. I had done a short film with his friend, Joseph Lavender called Girls Against Humanity that screened at the cinema challenge, um, mm-hmm. for Buried Alive. It was yeah. the first year they did it. Um, and we won, uh, but, uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so, but we Tony had a, the horns. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, we we all need one. Like you just need to like send it to people and like it just gets passed around like a baton. I just can't wait for um, the sound effects he's gonna add to this with our emotions. I was just thinking this I know, is where it's I'm like gonna I'm gonna, add gonna that like and effects. this is where I pause for sound yeah. effects. <laughs> but then it was kind of funny. Our our mutual friend Anissa had me come with her to a bonfire almost like on the border of like Georgia and Alabama. Mm-hmm. And that's where I like officially met Tony for the first time because we had like none of each other. But like the first like official conversation we had was at that bonfire. At about that. or something. That's where yeah. we met. Okay. Yeah. Like for the first time, like and I actually talked instead of just like, hey, we both make films. What, what Tony, what is your inspiration uh, to be involved in horror films? And what does your family think of horror? OK, so. The only person, and I mean only person in the whole family that likes horror is Galena, my wife, right? Uh, I don't that makes sense. like horror films, to be honest with you. Um, like I told you before, Army of Darkness is my favorite movie of all mm-hmm. time. That's because it's silly. It's Three Stooges, yes. fun. Like that's yeah. mm-hmm. the first Evil Dead, not my vibe. The kids, they won't mm-hmm. want horror. And that's just, it's funny because I don't have... Um, I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre once. I've seen Exorcist twice. You know, it's like I don't. Yeah, I don't watch these movies, but I. How are, how are we friends? I know, <laughs> right? I'm like no devils rejects. Hills have eyes. Right. Like I've oh. seen all. I've seen all of them. House like I do. I, I do stay up on it. I do read about all of them. I've even yeah. seen Halloween ends. I mean, I've seen all the movies, and Halloween ends was fine, just like Halloween Kills was fine, or whatever. Um, but I think <laughs> it's a generous so walking. Yeah. <laughs> right. The reason I'll be honest with you, the reason why we got into horror was we started, we did three short films and, um, the last one, I'll tell you, uh, the last one is when I met Vanessa, but the, the first three, um, Halloween horror type films we did were the whole purpose was let's, the kids wanted to scare mommy. 
So it was like these whole things, and each one of them was don't. Oh, tell. it's like finding something that's like spicy. Like Glenna doesn't have a spice threshold. It's like out of this world. Like right. yeah. it's crazy. She, she loves being it. scared. So it was like yeah. the kids wanted to scare. So we did all these things to scare. And the third one was El Chivere. In the end of El Chivere, Chris pops out and says, Don't tell mommy. And that was sort of like it was that sort of like a, the joy of like that showing mommy and then watching her like is she is she freaking out yet yeah but that was that was sort of my like oh okay and then I guess meeting Haley Vanessa Greg Bishop all these people that are in horror I was like well I, we're gonna yeah, yeah you have no choice you're stuck now <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny too because like for anyone who hasn't had a chance to see Playtime's over yet. Like it's an absolute love letter to the genre and done in such, I think a like clever fun way where it's not like, let's laugh and make fun of stuff, but like, it's, it's such a wink to, and for someone who, who claims to not be a huge fan, like you have to be a fan to know all of those references and to put them in there so seamlessly because like, People go bananas over that movie. I mean, I loved it. Like when I saw it, I was like, I want a yeah. feature version of this. Like I just <laughs> want to do this stuff all day. I have to give credit because that was Haley's idea. It's phenomenal. Right. The, the so, one that's kind of crazy about that that nobody gets is the dress that Haley is wearing is the exact dress from Suspiria. Yeah, no one ever picked oh. up on that. Kristen handmade oh. that dress. And it is a go back and watch the Spiria. Interesting. Yeah, Kristen. Oh my God. I didn't pick it up. Which, it was like, I think Tony, I, I was think like still in your closet. Yeah. Down it is. In the I basement. Yep. Haley, I have a question for you. So you Ooh. speaking of IMDB, like you've done a ton. Um oh, yeah. you've you've gotten to to do all sorts of fun stuff as an actor. And I guess my question would be like, what have you not tackled yet? Like, is there a certain type of character that you're like, I really would like to explore that and, and go be that. Um, For me, I think playing like more of a goody two shoes would be interesting, mm-hmm. but I think what I do thoroughly enjoy is playing like the underdog characters, people that are struggling, people that, uh, just need like you know crave that understanding and um, yeah. ability to like you know be themselves. Yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, I think for me that's like that's one thing I advocate for is like just constantly just showing up as yourself and like if people can't accept that like fuck them. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree. I mean, I, I I think we all need to be a little bit more comfortable in our own authenticity. So I guess to come back to Spooked a little bit, because um, you've you've got a crowdfunding campaign happening right now, um, but the film the film's complete as far as it's mm-hmm. it's it's been shot. It's you know in, in the can, yep, uh, mm-hmm. and it's ready. <laughs> Pause but, you for know, sound effect, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, obviously, it's in post production, and there are going to be some additional costs. So. Uh, crowdfunding yeah. campaign through Indiegogo. Um, and one of the things that was announced with that was kind of a surprise addition to the cast, which I know a lot of people have asked. I know I saw a post about it, like, let's talk Eric Roberts, because everyone <laughs> wants to know let's talk about how this so happened. I'm so jealous of you guys. 
What a banana's trip. Next time you must go, because I really could have used a buddy in my room. I was so terrified of being murdered. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I would have been there. I would have so been there. I wish Haley was there with us, but. I know. That would have been so fun. Yeah, it was. Next time. um, Seriously, Mm -hmm, for sure. For sure. Yeah, because it was, there was that unknown. Like I'd spoken to Eliza a good bit, you know, and trying to make sure that we had all of our ducks in our own. Vanessa, of course, did, you know, lion's share of all that um but yeah on the day i you know i didn't sleep the night before at all um i never do though i don't sleep the night before any shoot i'm always up my mind is always going because i'm yeah. always thinking what am i what am i forgetting what am i missing um and then it didn't help when tori was like we need to have a meeting you and i, and I was like, <laughs> okay oh god like right now <laughs> that, goes, that fucking type a bullshit dude <laughs> like, goes, all right cool i'm gonna freak out for a second and i was i was free- i kind of was like okay what am i obviously i'm forgetting something he goes <laughs> we need to look professional tomorrow <laughs> yeah so it's like okay tori we're not gonna bring any pb and j's and bags <laughs> yeah. i wish we could have had like a split screen of them having a meeting talking and me just like under the covers looking yeah, it was and I, well i was going 100 i don't even know what to do like this is me I, do you not see my fleece this is as good but as you to be fair everybody watching and or listening should know you did bring your best fleece i wore my dress yeah. fleece Aaron yeah. Roberts deserved the best fleece. Um, Got no, it. Exactly. So we get there. Eric is actually early. He and Eliza both showed up early, ready to work. He was already in wardrobe. Like he was ready to go. And he was. Oh, um, question. I'm sure people want to know, like, did he like have a drink of choice on set? Nope. Wow. Oh. He had a banana, I think. Right. He showed, up with, a, he showed up with a banana. Yeah. Um, okay. And. Uh, great energy like he was so excited yeah. and he was like hey we're here we're gonna get going yeah. and i'm like I, love have, that. I see you brought your banana yeah he was ready <laughs> hell yeah i mean it's funny because you know there's that there's that tier of actor you know that you sort of build up in your head and what's that gonna oh, be? for sure you know how's that gonna be um he's jo- he's jovial jokes around goofy but as soon as you say action it's on and he's just like yeah he locks it in and it's like he wants to talk motivation. He wanted to talk the arc of the character. He wanted to talk. His big thing was, I don't want this to be a villain. And I was like, yeah, it's not a villain. You're not a villain. And he's like, yeah. so I don't want to lean into that at all. Mm-hmm. And he's helped me control the arc. Right. And then the rest of the time was him joking and telling stories about Cheech Marin and Christopher Nolan and Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I mean, it was just like the dream. And I think that's the other great thing. And maybe a lesson for other people within the industry, whatever you're doing is like, don't fall out of love with it. Like he still has such a passion for it. And I think really loves the process. Cause I mean, I asked him at one point, I was like, okay, so like you're on set with Christopher Nolan doing the dark night. And then you're here with the three of us, like completely different worlds. And he's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same to me. Like it's, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not any different. He was like, I just, I love doing this. I have the best job in the world. I can hear in your voice, Tony. I can hear the, the passion and the, the satisfaction when you speak. And I know a lot of people would just, man, I would love to do something that I love. You know, so many people are doing these these things in their lives that they just look up and live vicariously through other people. And like I said, you can really hear the joy in your voice uh, with what you do. It makes me wonder what 
to you has been the most rewarding aspect of being a filmmaker, director, producer, all these hats that you wear? I think um, I've always said that like Adam Sandler has this like um, he was on a talk show a long time ago and it didn't go well. And afterwards, he did this interview where he said, I'm never doing that again. And for the next 15 years, he only worked with the same group of people. And a lot of people came down on him for it. And then he came out and said, you build this relationship with these friends and family. And it's like you find the joy when you're all together and you're all doing this. And it sort of like lifts all boats. And it's yeah. like, for me, that, mm -hmm. that's the joy. Like on the set, it's very hard. I get in the edit and it's very hard. I get... You know, I get down on myself at night when I'm here, like, this is terrible. We're never going to figure this out. But when I'm with these people, it's just like, that's, that's the best part. That's the joy. That's, I know it sounds kind of cheesy and like. No, but I, I mean, it's like, all. it's like a seesaw. Like, I mean, we realize like, you know, I think we all like struggle with some sort of like, um, self-doubt and like form or fashion to varying degrees yeah, and stuff like yeah. that so it's like all about finding people that when you're here and like they're here it kind of can like do this uh, whole yeah. like thing back and forth yeah and when yeah, you're all together and all doing something like like hey Haley says if we're just trying to make something cool then let's make something cool right and like if we're all pushing in that direction together yeah it's just whether we succeed or fail it's just it's just my favorite thing to yeah do. like when people are like what awesome. was the motivation behind lisa logic i'm like we wanted to make something like fucking weird and cool so spooked has been it's taken a minute you yeah. guys this has been a big <laughs> one that being said you do have a remarkable film family i'm i'm so thrilled that i've gotten to meet and work with and you know be a tiny part of that um but you guys are all like the best people in the world. You have the best stories. It is hilarious. I have to know what are some of the funniest moments that happened like behind the scenes on spooked. Oh, yeah. Unspooked. Oh, unspooked. Well, <laughs> I don't know how many of these are for the podcast, but Haley almost got murdered one night. Oh, <laughs> now I know why Vanessa was afraid in her, in her, how not did Haley almost get murdered? Not by us. No. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, I'm all about people having a good time and like doing whatever's clever in the moment and stuff like that. But we were staying at um, it was like a family motel in Greenville. It's called uh Seancy's. And, Which is uh, awesome. The Cianci family are wonderful. The hotel. They're they're amazing. They're amazing. This is like of no reflection and nothing like nothing sketchy was happening behind the hotel. It was just like, you know, a truck, a truck was back there running. Right. And like, I'm, <sighs> I tried to let it go. Like I really did. And so I was like in my room and it was like midnight, mid 30. And then it gets to be like about one. And I'm still like this truck is just sitting there like just like outside my room, like one of those fucking giant like it's hammy and right. like just outside my fucking window, dude. Like I'm like, hey, is it a B8? Yeah, you don't have to tell me. I fucking know. And yeah. like so I was just like doing this thing where I'm like pacing back and forth in my room and I'm like, do I like go out or like and it's not just like behind the hotel, like you go down a hill like behind the hotel it is there's no lights back there 
And I'm like, you know, do I approach this vehicle? And I'm like, hey, could you probably not? Quit? not uh, that's what- I had told her already, hey, don't do anything dumb. I, I love please, that please you let it like bother you and fester until there was no other choice but to go out there like balls to the wall. And oh, yeah, something. yeah. Literally, like, and part of me like went to the corner to like look around and I was just like, hmm, like, I wonder that's if when my you presence saw the, will just be known. That's when you saw yeah. the be eating you license plate. Right. Yeah, right. And right. you're just like, I bet they're fine. <laughs> and yeah. then I walk up. And, <laughs> Yeah, so I walk up and it's these two grown ass men and he's like, they roll down the window or whatever. And I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but he's just like, hey, uh, sorry, my cousin's in town from Colorado. And I'm like, okay, well, know what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, so like, there's just like quite a few of us in there that have like an early call time. So if you could just like, you know, turn the truck off and or like, you know, go somewhere else, that would be super tight. And like, but then, because I'm, like, I never want to make anyone feel bad. And, you know, like, I'm, a, like, a happy little stoner. So, I, I part of me was, like, do I bring him a joint to be, like, you know, take this and leave? Like, we'll but then I was, nice. like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to just, like, stay. They know, like, you know. And it took them, like, 10 minutes, but they left. And then I, I, like, felt like I had to tell Tony. I was, like, hey, if I disappear, I was talking to a strange <laughs> truck the other night. He says, and- no, she says, hey, I may have did something the other night. And I'm thinking. Oh my god! I did this thing. Oh. <laughs> so I did this thing. May may have <laughs> done something. Yeah. I don't ride roller coasters, you know. Yeah, we so have to have was... our adrenaline rushes. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> like, why would you? I was. We were. Everyone was there. She tells the story, and everyone's like, "Who would do that?" We've all seen everyone. Be now they end. Uh, she was tired and she had an early call time. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like the dangers of like actors not sleeping. Like we might get kidnapped. <laughs> and the thing right. was, as I said to my mom, we were talking about it and she was like, well, I can get, talk to Mark at Seance's and get some rooms there. And I said, okay, great. Can you get one for Kristen and one for Haley? Because I want them to feel safe and I want them to be able to get some sleep. <laughs> and then yeah. happens and I'm like, here we go. She's going <sighs> to and butchered while we're making yeah. about a haunted town. Do you believe in the supernatural? Have either of you had an actual true life supernatural experience that you could share with us? Um, I do believe in like the supernatural because I don't understand it. And I tend to believe things I don't understand, like where I'm like, oh, it's a big realm for possibility and stuff there. So yeah, I give space and respect to things I don't understand. I had this thing happened to me when I was so when I was a kid my dad died right and uh I remember so young I didn't really understand anything was going on I remember we were all sitting at the house and I just had this like sense of like just this dread and you know anger all the feel feelings that you don't know how to process as a kid and I remember we had this window looking out of our family room and this yellow bird with this three black dots on its head landed and just looked at me and it was just I'd never seen this bird before right it was just really weird it just stayed there and just looked at me and I don't know how long it was but I just had this sense of like just just this weird calm of like oh that's weird I've never seen this bird before and it's so random right I'm and it mm-hmm. minutes it flew away I was by myself and I was like well, that's really strange and then I kind of thought about that and I was like 
you know, I wonder if that's dad or if there's something here connected to dad. As a kid, you kind of have these thoughts, right? And I sort Mm -hmm. of let that go. And then years later, I was in college and I was going through a really bad time, a really tough time. And I was in Pittsburgh and I was out back of this terrible tenement that we lived at in school. And that same bird landed on the fence. And this is like, you know, 10, 15 years later. And I was just like, I had never, I've never seen this bird again. I'd never seen it before. And it landed. It did the same thing where it just looked at me for a minute. And I couldn't help but think like, dad, you're, you're effing with me. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, how does that happen? So for me, I do believe in something, right. But I don't think it's the conjuring level, or I don't think it's this, you know, terrible force that's coming. I just feel like, like Haley was saying, I think that there's a, there's going to be something that's out there, whether that's God or your family, or your ancestors that is just looking out for you and just sort of like helping you and letting you know, hey, man. But in that same vein, if there's good, there's got to be that other balance. That's how I think, too. Yeah. I'm always like, you know, if there's good energy, there's got to be bad. Like, you know, we live on this line of like needing both to appreciate each of them equally. Thank you both for coming on to Vanessa. Thank you for being again, uh, as always with me uh, as a co-host. Thanks for having us. Of course. Vanessa, we love you. Jason, thank you so much. And Tony, I'll I'll talk to you later. (laughs) 